Welcome to the Humans of Hospitality podcast with me, Mark Cribb, and this is another COVID-19 special edition where I'm dipping in and chatting to a previous guest about how the pandemic is impacting their business. Uh, and today we're chatting to Andrew Stembridge from Iconic Luxury Hotels, one of which is the very beautiful Tewton Glen, where Andrew was based, not quite alone, but certainly very quiet uh, when we recorded this conversation. And it's worth noting a couple of things. One is the audio is a little bit echoey where we were recording uh, remotely but it gets better after the first couple of minutes and also dated slightly in the fact that Boris Johnson was in hospital when we were having this conversation and I'm pleased to say that he is now out but it was only a few days ago so everything is still very much relevant. Uh, Interesting to hear from Andrew about the sort of initial uh, implications of the pandemic particularly when a lot of people were booking um, some of their country residents like the Tudor Glen to escape the city and they were getting maybe four to six weeks kind of bookings from people and, and whether they were going to be able to survive uh, the crisis through such a solution but obviously not long after that they got closed down uh, completely. We chat a little bit about some of the implications of, of running uh, big sort of stately home hotels such as you know running water and maintaining the grounds and some of the complexities about how do you actually shut down these big buildings that really never sit empty. Uh, the challenge of, uh, of all of a sudden your PDQ machines uh, processing refunds instead of uh, receipts. Uh, we chat about how maybe we come out of this and will there be a domestic tourism uh, bounce and also some novel ideas about how they're keeping in touch with over 800 of their furloughed teams through social media uh, and even Andrew getting uh, a haircut. Okay, I very much hope you enjoy the conversation. Uh, If you can, please support us, uh, patreon.com forward slash humans of hospitality. That's where you can help keep this podcast on the air since I used to pay for it through my uh, bar and restaurant business down in Bournemouth, which is all closed, so I would appreciate your support even more than ever. Okay, enjoy the chat. Uh, Andrew Stembridge, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. For those who didn't listen yet to our um, our last chat, you're from Iconic Luxury Hotel Group. Can you just explain a little bit for people uh, who they are and what your role is, please? Yeah, um, so I, um, I say Andrew Stembridge, Iconic Luxury Hotels. I'm the executive director, and uh, that uh, comprises of four uh, well, I was going to say open hotels, but they're currently closed. <laughs> um, so that's Choosing Glen, uh, Cliveden House, uh, the Ligon Arms, and then 11 Cologne Gardens uh, in London, in Chelsea. And then we've got a new property, which was due to open in September of this year, but suspect delayed now, uh, called the Mayfair Townhouse. So, um, you know, quite a, a, a sort of eclectic mix of, of properties, but uh, all, uh, all, very, all, very, all very smart um, addresses and uh, and I suppose that the common link is our our people and uh, our, uh, our our iconic people who uh, really um, make bring the hotels to life and make them special for our guests. Yeah, they are incredible venues. Are you at one of them at the moment, Andrew? Or? Yeah, I am. I'm at Shooting Glen, so I'm um, I'm part of uh, of a, a skeleton team, and uh, we for. Well, more than just insurance requirements, we we have to keep a, a presence in the hotels. And uh, as I'm live local to Tewton Glen, I sort of volunteered to be part of the uh, the team coming into the hotel and uh, really just keeping things running um, and uh, keeping uh, you know checking on everything that needs to be checked on 
and uh, and answering the phone as well. Um, so, um, so um, which I have switched off for for a, a few minutes anyway. Yeah, um, thank you. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm based at Cheating Glen, and, and uh, you know, it, it's 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 very weird. It's very. I was going to say that must be very surreal at the moment. Well, yeah, you, you always—it's it's one of these things you always—you always sort of—you uh, always sort of not wish is the wrong word, but you always imagine what. Uh, or, or, well, you often say that, gosh, you know, running hotels would be easier if we had no staff or guests. Um, and actually, that—that uh, that isn't the case. Um, it's surprising how much there is still to, even in the absence of guests, it's surprising how much there is still to do, and the problems still um, arise. Um, and of course, you know, we, we still, even though we're, we've um, we've furloughed uh, the vast majority of our team, you know, we're still, uh, but they're still our team. They're still employed, and um, and that obviously there's a, a there's a, a duty um, there um, for for us. So um, so yeah, so it is uh, it is very surreal sitting here. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a huge place. I mean, it was a couple of hundred acres outside as well. You must have seen nature sort of, I, I guess there, it's it's pretty quiet anyway, but are you seeing more sort of deer and birds and stuff wandering past your window? Or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, we're, we're lucky. I mean, like you, we're, we're, you know, we're on the South Coast anyway. Um, and, um, you know, we don't have a, a great, you know, the, the, there never seem to be that many planes flying overhead and, and nor is there, I mean, certainly on the estate, that much traffic. So, you know, we're always lucky that there is a, uh, there's a lot of wildlife, um, and uh, you know, very much encouraged by by certain activities to encourage plenty of wildlife. But um, you know, definitely, we've got some pheasants that are um, um, we've got some pheasants that are more um, are more uh, relaxed. They've become braver. They've definitely become yeah. braver, and 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 the deer. And it's just you know, I, I think you're. I think you notice them more because there are there's not the yeah the, the, there's no there's no other sort of noise as it were and uh, what you know I, I certainly uh, um, is, is definitely there's a, there's a there's a sort of there's, there's there's an air of I think peace and tranquility everywhere and I and I probably have have to be careful how I say everywhere because I'm sure. You know, if you're in a, in the hospitals at the moment, it's far from it. It's frenetic, but certainly over 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 most of the country, there's a there's sort of this uh, strange sort of uh, sort of quiet, um, which um, which is quite unusual and and uh, um, really quite appealing in some respects. Mm, yeah, I, mean, I think it would be an absolutely wonderful place to uh, come and see. It's a lovely place anyway, but uh, particularly uh, when it's empty. So um, we, we're going to chat specifically around uh, the coronavirus and, and how you're managing that and the impact it had. And um, I was interested to know, I was chatting to Kate Nichols from UK Hospitality a few days ago, and um, she was pointing out that they'd had a sort of early warning where, where they were you know, representing the UK hospitality, but they had a lot of their big hotel groups um, had properties around the world, and actually they spotted what was coming um, probably a lot quicker than than other people because they, you know, they could see occupancy rates dropping uh, globally, and then London probably getting hit sooner than the rest of the country. I just wondered what your experience was. When when did it become clear to you that that coronavirus was going to have a big impact on the business? I, I must admit, I, I think, and I, I don't know. I, I, I think I don't know. We were probably a little bit not na- naive, but um, I, I think you know we were very aware of it. But I think what what happened was I think as as sort of people in London started to sort of I guess react, a lot of them their initial reaction was let's get out of town. So so we we actually saw almost a a a, a business pick up immediately because of it because people were 
people were sort of desperate to, I think there was a combination of, of, of people thinking there might be a lockdown, in which case they wanted to go and do something. They wanted to eat out. They wanted, it was amazing how people suddenly started uh, sort of almost drinking more expensive wine and champagne in, uh, all of a sudden. Um, and 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 also people wanting to escape. So we had, you know, we had some, you know, people booking bee houses for thirty nights, and 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 um, people booking spring cottage at uh, at Clifton for, you know, for for uh, you know six weeks and things like that. So we had those types of inquiries, which which we kind of we thought, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe maybe there'll be an opportunity here for us to carry on. And I think I think where we were, and the same, I mean, possibly possibly naive and I uh, was that actually we we really thought we're gonna we're gonna be able to carry on and stay open through this um and that um and that, that we would you know clearly we knew there was going to be a, an effect and an impact and we knew that business you know international travel was going to be affected corporate travel was going to be affected so we'd already put a plan in place you know we actually we'd already agreed with our entire team that all of us were going to take a 50 percent sort of reduction in in salaries and and you know obviously for some people that would be a 50% reduction in their their working time and obviously probably for some you know people in management that was just a a um a cut um you know in in and and just one of those sacrifices that 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 you know one makes but 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 anyway as i say then very quickly after we'd sort of made that that sort of decision and agreed with the team that that was going to happen and and they were great they were they were they were very happy that 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 with with those decisions and then you know by I think that was probably on the Thursday or Friday and then by the Monday the Monday night the decision that you know hotels were going to have to close was made by the government so so and and that obviously that and and then we had to cancel lots of bookings you know and that was very hard for people and actually even even with the government announcements people were quite surprised that we were phoning them and saying you can't come I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it was really hard. And obviously that, that coincided just before the Mother's Day weekend, which for us, you know, was, was a huge weekend. And, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, and there was a combination, you know, some people just assumed they weren't going to be able to come. But even still, we were phoning people and they were still had every intention of coming still. So it felt it, it, it was a hard, it was hard on a number of levels because you were, you kind of, you know, from a moral duty perspective, it kind of, you know, there was this element of saying, look, should we put, be putting, are, are we putting our staff at risk by, by doing this? But, you know, they were, they were all sort of consenting. They were all, they were all happy to do it. And, and, you know, obviously we'd at very early stage put all the measures in place about everyone being, you know, more, even more hygienic than usual, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, but then we kind of felt that we were almost stealing people's enjoyment away from them. And then maybe they, maybe they thought that Mother's Day was going to be that final sort of time they they would be together and, and and you know possibly for some the final time ever you know and 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 you know it's sort of it's it's really it's, so it's quite hard you're kind of actually um intercepting and and you know it's quite an emotional time on 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 a number of a number of levels so so yeah so it was it, it was it was difficult and it's and it's sort of the way it's all evolved and unfolded and and the way we're sort of living it you know it's still it's still it's still very much i i from our perspective still unfolding uh, today yeah, I think you're right. That that moral kind of dilemma. I don't think we we're used to that in hospitality. We're such a 
you know, a business which is all about connecting people and, and anniversaries and Mother's Day and birthdays and all that kind of stuff. You know, we live in a very positive environment and positive world and only normally do things to make other human beings happy. And I, I shared that sort of uh, conundrum, I suppose, as, as each day the advice was changing and, and the speed that we were having to make decisions and then change those decisions. Yeah. But this this moral backdrop to it all was was unusual. So for us, we, you know, we over the first weekend, we kept the takeaway open on the seafront as well. Um, just, you know, as much as anything as a sort of, you know, sense of community so that people could, if they were going out and getting their exercise, you know, grab a cup of coffee or a slice of pizza. But it, it was the first sunny weekend we'd had for months, as I'm sure you'll be aware of as well, the irony. And uh, we got absolutely slammed on the seafront. And, and, you know, the second day we put in a lot of measures with drawing lines for the queue and making sure that people kept their distance. And then by Monday night, you know, same as you guys, I guess, we just thought, right, we'll just uh, we'll just close completely, uh, which will which will make it easier. Had, had you seen it approach at all? Because you've got property in London as well had, had the occupancy rates I, I can absolutely understand how people would have thought yeah get to the country and booking for six weeks would have made perfect sense had, had, do you have more sort of Chinese guests coming into your London properties and had that dropped or were they pretty stable right up until the last minute no I mean L- London we saw a, a, a much quicker decline and, and actually that was that was the one you know and I say although the the sort of the, the provincial properties we, we we were determined to try and stay open um, London, we knew at a very early stage we were going to have to close, and that was literally um, there was no. The difference there was there was there was just cancellations were coming in, and there was no new bookings whatsoever. And um, so that was that was that that was very that was very sort of quick to happen. And as I say, and that was a that was a yeah very very quick decline um, in bookings at, at 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 probably not not quite as early as maybe again we were you know we're very much touched as, as you know the. The sort of hospitality community community is 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 very much that it's a community we all we all uh we all talk to each other we all share stories we all help each other and so we were very much in touch with what was happening uh, in in really the the sort of the heart of london and and you know chelsea's just you know, obviously it's still the heart of london but just slightly on the periphery and i think we should i mean i know sort of you know very very central london felt it first and then it starts to spill out, and also it tends the type of business we do. You know, obviously we we you know are we have a lot of leisure business in Chelsea, probably more so than than um, than uh, you know. So I think the sort of the corporate world was hit first, um, yeah. without question. Um, Okay. And uh, that sort of period um, between, I think it was when Boris came out on the Tuesday and said, right, uh, all the public should stop visiting restaurants and bars. And then it wasn't until the following sort of Monday when we were completely locked down. But I think it was the Friday that Rishi came out with his with his sort of job retention scheme. How did you find that that period, you know, had, had you recognised once Boris said, don't go to restaurants and bars, um, it hit home, you know, pretty hard to me that we were going to be in a very challenging position. Obviously, you know, the hotel is is less of our business, um, but particularly around the impact on our on our team and the level of people that we might have to lay off. Um, did you go through a period before the job retention scheme kicked in where you thought you might have to to lose a lot of people, or did the retention scheme kick in first? Well, I think I think the strange thing being being hotels, and again, this is where we were, where certainly the the initial. The initial guidance was, was was restaurants and bars, um, and 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 and, and it, it actually it, it didn't cover, and it was only it was literally it was only the, the week after that it actually was 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 specific about um, even even hotel restaurants. So there was a period of time where we actually we actually operated for a couple of days where we were taking no non-residents. 
but we were actually feeding the people staying in the hotel, you know, and we, again, we'd, we'd applied, we, we'd, we'd moved the tables wider apart, you know, we were encouraging people to eat in their rooms, but there was no, and I think that probably, and I, I, I mean, personally, I think the government had done a great job um, during, during the crisis, I really do, I, I, I think hats off to them, and and um, you know, and, and it, it's so. I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm probably the first to criticise, but I do think they've made a lot of right, good decisions. Um, but I think at this point, because it was all unfolding, the the the, the, the guidance was being sort of drip fed out, and 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 obviously they thought it was covering everything, and it wasn't. So so we, yeah, absolutely, we were, you know, you know, we were sort of we were sort of making it really up as we went along. And as I say, so we were we were for a while operating or for a couple of days operating, as I say, still feeding people because that seemed to be okay to do it. Um, but and, and that's where we came up with this decision that we said to the whole team, look, we think we can keep everyone on, but if everyone drops down to 50%, and we basically were modeling, we were modeling heavily reduced occupancies, but 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 if everyone went down to 50% salary, then we could we thought we could actually just about break even on that or or actually just run at a a sort of a relatively small loss in comparison, and that was, but that was based on us still obviously having business coming in the door. So, but I, but it's amazing. I mean, you know, the team, the team are great because they were all like, "Yeah, you know, we're, 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 as long as we can keep our jobs, and we'll do anything, we'll do, do all that it takes." And you know, you've got some people who will say, "Look, I'm happy to take some unpaid leave because you know their, their circumstances allowed them to do that." Um, you know, some people were using up holiday, some people were using up loo time. So there, there were ways around it, but 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 actually, the the the, the you know the, the commitment from everybody say that we want to we want to make we want to protect the business, but we also want to protect all our jobs. And it was great to see that that uh, how the sort of again the family that family spirit really kicks in. Yeah, no, we'd done the same actually. We'd we'd asked our team, certainly the sort of salary team, could they just go off and work out what they needed to live on? You know, if they if they delayed their mortgages, if they cut everything they could, you know, come back with a number, and the number pretty much was about forty percent. You know, that they could yeah. they could cope with they could cope with a forty percent pay cut, and that was our plan. And then it became clear that even that was going to be yeah. you know, challenging. And the retention scheme coming at eighty percent, you know, felt by by then that felt like a pay rise for them all. So they yeah, were, absolutely. they were really pleased. Yeah. Um, how many people do you employ across the group, and and how many of now being furloughed then um it's over it's it sort of I, I think roughly about 850 people um across the board and and probably 800 of those have been furloughed um so we have a we have a skeleton team left in each of the hotels and uh, that that sort of consists of a couple of the sort of senior team um some of them are living in so uh francesco our uh, general manager at, at clifton he's moved in with his with his dog um, it's Puppet Lab, and uh, he's, he's they're on they're on social media. So there's there's uh, the sort of regular posts of uh, what what he and the dog are going up, getting up. That must to. be very grand. Um, just him and the dog sat in the dining room having um, breakfast together. That must uh, that must be surreal. Um, and and then obviously we've kept on some maintenance, uh, a couple of maintenance people. So there's you know between we've probably got between six and eight people in each of the hotels. You know for insurance purposes, we have to we keep a couple of people on duty all the time. Um, Obviously, to make sure the hotels are safe and secure, and and to check, you know, we have to check around the buildings every every hour um, uh, during the day and every two hours at night. We have to run water in in every in every every bath, every uh, loo, every bidet, every you know. We have to we have to for, to to keep the, the the water running for health and safety reasons. Um, there's all sorts of maintenance, you know, the maintenance issues don't stop. So there's it's amazing how much there is to do, and and um, 
you know, uh, and, and the grass still needs to be cut. And, and because obviously, you know, I mean, we're, I suppose we're planning for a, a probably a shorter period um maybe here than 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 maybe maybe some of the london hotels um and and th- you know that is the million dollar question at the moment is how long um but but i think we kind of feel that we're based on where we're located based on our sort of strong markets we feel that we're going to be in a position to to bounce back really quickly um and therefore we kind of almost we, we, you know, we have mothballed the hotels. We, we we had to, but 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 we're trying to we're trying to keep them in a in a sort of uh, we're trying to keep them on standby, as it were. Um, you know, so that we can we can hit the sort of on button again as quickly as possible. So that's why we're just trying to we're trying to you know we, we're trying to keep um, yeah we're trying to we're trying to keep as much sort of ticking over so that as I say when we do get the, the green light from government that we can as I say we can quickly open up again and, and, and try and get uh, you know back to normal. Yeah so how far ahead are you cancelling bookings then are you literally just leaving them in because at the minute I guess it feels like there's no point unless the customer decides to cancel you know you don't know when you're going to be open so is, is it almost on a week by week basis? Well, we, 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 we did because we, we decided to close London first. So we, we made the decision there to close for three months um, and then ditto Ligon Arms and Clifton. So we, we had, we there, we cancelled all the business till um, really till um, the end of, um, end of, uh, let's say where we are. End of um, May, probably. Is May, it? yeah, the end of May. Um, but then Tewton, we, we kind of, we were about to do the same and we then suddenly realised, well, hang on here, we, we you know, at the moment, the, the the sort of lockdown is just three weeks, and and we had you know really significant amounts of booking, and even even literally right up to the 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 eleventh hour, we were we were still taking bookings for May bank holiday weekends and things like that. So we thought, well, hang on here, let's let, you know clearly if people phone us and say can we cancel, that that's fine. But if people are happy to sort of bear with us, and why 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 sort of force that situation? Because I'm sure they would rather be you know, in, in the sort of front of the queue, as it were, when we reopen, um, uh, if we can reopen. So at the moment, you know, as it, as it stands and, and where we are the 8th of April, you know, we've still got, um, we've still got a, 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 a significant amount of bookings um, at Tewton Glen for, for, the, the, for the whole of May. And, um, and I think we're just going to, you know, I think let's see, you know, obviously we were, we were, we were hoping for more announcements. I think on Monday, obviously that's impacted Boris and and uh, you know um, and poor chap who who's in hospital at the moment. So and and, and so that might you know that, I think we're just going to let let's see what happens. Um, but as I say, we are you know we're, we're hopeful that restrictions are, are, are. I think they'll be they won't be lifted. I think they'll be they'll be loosened, won't they? I, I think that's what everyone's saying. And I think what it means for us, um, I, I'm not entirely sure, but you know, but certainly we're. Yeah, we, you know, we, we, you know, I, th- I think, I guess, we're just we're 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 working through it every day and just and waiting and seeing rather than, as I say, rather than forcing forcing the situation. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, talk over the sort of the travel side, I suppose, of the business, maybe more than the hotel side, but around uh, people who paid up front and, and deposits and all that kind of stuff, and whether people can just be given credits rather than being refunded. Are you finding that most people are quite happy to uh, to wait and leave the money in the system, or has, has there been any sort of cash flow challenges of needing to refund a lot of people at the same time? Yeah, we've. I mean, we we we. we... We relaxed all our cancellation policies. So, you know, we had a number of, you know, our, our cancellation policies for individual guests are very different from 
say a, a group booking or an event or something. So you know, obviously, ordinarily a, a, a normal leisure booking would be a forty-eight hour cancellation, whereas a, a larger, you know, exclusive use booking or a big event booking would be would be much longer term. So you know, we 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 we've been very re, um, relaxed about the whole thing and being fair. Um, as far as people who've paid deposits, we've actually said, look, it's your choice. You know, if you want us. If you want us to rebook dates now, we will. So some people have said, yep, yeah, push it back till July, August, September. So we've done that with a lot of people. Other people have said, look, just hold our deposit because we will, as soon as we can, we're going to rebook. And then other people have said, look, we really, you know, we need the money back or we feel more comfortable having our money back and we've, we've had to refund that. So, you know, and that and that's, you know, and that's, that's been quite a, not a complicated process, but time consuming. Um, interesting to the challenge in that our credit card company aren't, aren't used to, they're used to most 90, 99% of transactions going in one direction, not t'others. That's, that's caused us, uh, the, the, there's, a, there's been a big uh, black hole of, of, of repayments we've made, which haven't quite found their way to the, their rightful owners yet, but we're working through that. But as I say, you know, through no fault of our own, uh, our end. Um, but you know, say we're we're, we're um, you know you know I, I think yeah, I, 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 you know people you know yes you know cash flow is an issue it's an issue for everybody you know we're still paying those eight hundred people ahead of uh, being able to reclaim anything back so you know we do have to be careful um, but you know again we're, we're you know we're we're a well established business and um, and we don't probably have the the you know I, I do feel. Um, well, there's a lot of business owners, but especially I think restaurateurs were having a difficult time already. It was already quite tight, and so I do I do feel I feel sorry for restaurateurs. But certainly, yeah, we we are having to keep an eye on cash flow, and and that's what we're spending a lot of time every day uh, managing. Because you know, it, it, everyone's still, everyone's in the same boat. You know, we've got travel agents who've booked business with us, and 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 they have commission payments. We're, we're having to look after them. We're obviously trying to protect all our suppliers. As well, so it's trying to, it's trying to, and but actually, we've found that everyone's been really communicative and really understanding as well. I think people have been very, um, people have been very, very flexible, and I think everyone realizes that you know we all need each other after this, and and therefore actually we can't afford, you know, we can't afford for anyone to go out of business because of this. So actually, we are, yeah. So I think everyone's been, everyone's worked really well together, and I think it's, that's that's really really positive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it must be different, I guess, at your sort of uh, scale and level and, and level of investment. Um, you must be secure, definitely in, in my sector of the restaurateurs. But I think if I just look sort of wider than, than just on a personal level, the timings of this as we came out of a very tough winter, you know, lots of storms uh, hitting the country, but certainly hitting the coastline down here in the southwest, you know, so many hospitality businesses and hotels hang on for dear life over the winter and then make all of their cash over the summer to get through next winter although we don't know the answer to this question of reopening i think we're all presuming that you know it's more likely to be sort of june july time than before that um do you think there's an inevitability that a lot of a lot of the hospitality sector in those sort of tourism towns will end up folding off the back of what's been a challenging couple of years anyway it's yeah i'm 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 sure i'm I'm, sadly i think it probably is inevitable and i and i think because some i suspect and was, but know that some some were already on the brink anyway, and we'd already seen some of the the, the sort of the high street restaurant chains um, really struggling or or, or folding already. Um, so I so I, th- I think it's I think it is inevitable, sadly. Um, 
I do think we will be really lucky in the in sort of out of towns in in the UK because I, I think people aren't going to whether they're able to or not. I think they're going to when they, when they, when we come out of it, there's so much pent up demand for people to get away, um, and whether it's celebrations they won't be able to have or just just generally getting together with friends and family and and so I do think I think people will be very very quick to. To, and, I, and I know there are concerns about people that maybe are, are affected financially and therefore won't have the, the, the funds. But I do, I think on the whole, people will be desperate to, to, to go and eat and drink and, 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 and support their, their local um, restaurants and bars and, 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 and hotels. And so I, I do, I think, I think it will bounce back quickly if people can survive. And I do think the government have, you know, I know there's some, you know, criticism about not 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 enough and not soon enough, but I do think I, I think you know, in terms of the the scale of the problem, I think they have I think they have done a lot, um, and I think it will I think it will enable a lot of restaurants to survive. Um, and I think if they can, you know, again, if they like you got teams who are you know they 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 want to you know they they I think everyone's you know the, you know I think the difference is on this occasion that people. You know, people people need to make it work. They haven't really got anywhere else to go, and therefore everyone everyone has to sort of support. You know, we as employers have to support our employees, but I think likewise the employees are are, are, are determined to help their employer too. So I, I, as I say, I, so I think I think that will I think that will help preserve um, businesses to a certain extent. But but I, I think it's inevitable that in any I think in any downturn in any crisis. You know, and obviously this is of a magnitude none of us have seen before. But um, but but I think in any crisis, you know, you do businesses and, and you know, it's a, you know, possibly weaker businesses just won't be able to won't be able to to, to um, survive the storm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, loss is a cancer, but cash flow is a heart attack, I think, isn't yeah. it? So people people will, will run out of cash. I do think the, the sort of domestic tourism bounce back will be interesting because people are, are probably not going to travel if we only get released, say, you know, fully, you know, maybe July, August, hopefully a bit of June, then um, yeah, you're unlikely to be hopping on a plane. So you're right, probably out of the cities. Uh, hopefully there'll be a, a bit of a positive bounce back. Um we talked about having so you know eight hundred odd people furloughed. Are you doing anything? I'm sort of you know even conscious of my own team, and I've only got a hundred people. But to to keep them kind of interested and motivated, um, how are you managing sort of your relationship with them? You know through your team, what what contact is there, and has there been sort of any stuff put in place? I don't know whether it's training or or any kind of yeah methods of communication with them, or is it just a case of you know get back in touch further down the line? Yeah, no, we're very much we we, we want to keep the team engaged. And um, and I think it's really important to us. And, and actually, I mean, you imagine a lot of our team, they're a long way from home. You know, they're, they're, we have um, we have a good number of overseas workers working for us and um, and we're, we're their family. So, you know, it, it's really important and, and um, that we that we, we you know, we, we, we're checking up on them and making sure that they, you know, and, and some of them it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite daunting. So you know, so we have been, you know, those individuals particularly, we've been sort of reaching out to them on a on a one to one basis. You know, um, we still have um, an HR uh, team in place. Uh, we still have general managers, and and they are they are keeping touch. Um, we've set up a great um, a, a, a Facebook page, um, a closed group for everybody, um, and it's uh, it's it's called In This Together. 
and um, it, uh, it, it's just, as I say, it's just for sharing stories. And, um, you know, we only launched it last week and uh, it's really sort of gathering momentum. As, and it's just, it's great. It's what people are doing at home. It's what's going on in the hotels. Um, I, um, I put uh, my, my son, uh, my son, uh, 16 year old son, uh, cut, we bought some clippers. So he, he clipped my hair over the weekend. So we posted that uh, as a video and which uh, we've got uh, uh, caused a lot of amusement. And that, that's the leap of faith of, of, uh, of handing your uh, 16-year-old son a pair of shearers. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so things like that. And that's probably been the best thing we've done. Uh, we are doing training. Um, so we, we've got, uh, we already have a sort of online training portal anyway. And, um, and that's even under the furlough scheme, that's perfectly acceptable for people to, to be doing training. So, you know, some of it is, is, is stuff that people didn't maybe normally have time for. And some of it's just extra, extracurricular stuff. Some of it's new skills. Um, and we've encouraged our team to, 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 to do charitable work and do things in the community as well. And, you know, we're hearing about that. You know, we haven't, um, we haven't been able to support the NHS with, with rooms you really, geographically none of the hotels work particularly well for that but but certainly we've encouraged our, our team members who who aren't working at the moment to do what they can and and we've got some great stories of of how they are as i say you know volunteering in in all sorts of ways or just helping their local community or or helping helping people in need um so yes there's some really good stories floating around and i think it's really important that we we um we keep you know that that the family spirit of iconic um, running through this, and I think so far, you know, so far it seems everyone seems to be, uh, you know, fairly positive. And, and touch wood, you know, at the moment, none, nobody yet seems to have been um, touched directly by um, by by the virus. And, and uh, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we do. But uh, as I say, well, at the moment, um, thank God, you know, everyone seems to be safe and, and, and well, which is which is great. Mm, that's good. Um, who's orchestrating the um, the sort of Facebook page and stuff like that? Is that your HR team? Or is it the uh, the GMs? Or? Well, we've got, um, I, so I, I, I suppose I instigated it. We've still got, um, we've still got a lady, uh, we've still got Lucy um, doing our marketing. So again, we, we felt that it was really important that we, throughout the crisis, we, we kept in touch with our guests um, generally. So first and foremost, her role was to make sure we were updating our website, making sure that um, the sort of newsletters and things that were already in the pipeline, that they get finished and written, making sure that we're, we're, we're pushing out good content on social media because you know there's a, a vast i guess the vast majority of the country are have more time on their hands at the moment they're at home and they're, they're looking and, and you know again we're getting some really great feedback on what we're posting we have you know we've we've changed the the uh, what we're sending out to be, be just more um more based around you know the stories that are happening now so rather than about the usual sort of offers and packages and that sort of thing. It's very much about, you know, what was it, what we we're all up to. So some of the content similar to, to that on our Facebook page. But but everyone's got you know, the good the reason we went for Facebook as a platform was so that everybody could contribute. So it's, you know, we've 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 had, you know, all sorts of images of people's as I say cats and dogs and uh, and uh, things they're things weird and wonderful things they're doing to occupy their time. And it's great. And it's just what's lovely is you almost you get to you get to know people on a completely different level, if that makes sense, and that's what's wonderful about this whole situation. If you, I mean, I'm, I, I am a I'm a sort of eternally a half full optimistic kind of guy, so I'm I'm always, you know, 
I'm always looking at uh, for the good in every situation, and and um, I'm you know I'm I'm quite philosophical about the good that will come out of of, of this. And as I say, I'm, I you know I I always add at the end of that that you know I'm I'm sure maybe if I was on the NHS frontline at the moment, or or if my business was you know on the brink of going bust, then 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 would I feel the same way? Possibly not. But I, as I say, I guess in the fortunate position that I, I think you know we're 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 going to be okay business wise. And at the moment, you know, our, our teams are, are all safe and well. Then, then I can sort of, I, I think I can comfortably sit here and say, look, actually, I think I some, I think some goods, some real goods, going to come out of this. And you know, even, even the way we're working already and still working, it's bizarrely how it's changed. It's changed. It's, it's, we can, I always free, already feel like it's changing things forever. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? What's your um, your role at the moment? Then talking about sort of work changing, what what are you doing uh, on a day to day basis differently? I guess. Yeah, well, and I suppose you know, I, I, I guess a lot of it is, you know, we've we've always been quite fortunate in that our businesses are are, are, are have been successful and and continue to be successful. So, you know, we've never really had to worry about cash flow. Um, so managing cash flow with our finance team is uh, is 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 very much a daily task. And uh, obviously, working with the banks and 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 refore- trying to trying to reforecast. I mean, forecasting is always a bit of a dark art at, at the best of times, but uh, trying to forecast for the year end at this point in time is is it really is uh, stretching uh, sort of everyone's uh, stretching the old grey matter. Um, as you you know, we just touched on you keep in touch with the teams and making sure that um, you know the people that aren't aren't in the business that we're we're in touch with them, but also the people that are. We have people you know say we've got skeleton teams. In the hotels, we've got a few people working from home at the moment in terms of our commercial team, as I just mentioned, Lucy in marketing. Um, and uh, so we're making sure we're keeping in touch with them and we're, we're doing we're doing team uh, Microsoft team meetings. So we're bizarrely, instead of sending people emails all the time, we're actually, we're just hopping on our, our uh, computers and, 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 and having face-to-face people, uh, meetings with people, which is far more productive. And, and, and as I say, that, that will, moving forward, that will be, absolutely the way forward i think it's going to say change the way we we, we work um i, I just say we're, we're, you know keeping in touch with our guests so you know and and, and um obviously again our, uh, lucy's driving that connection but you know we, we're still getting phone calls and people you know the the people are still phoning and i'm i'm part of the team who are answering the phone at the moment uh, which i haven't done for a long time but uh, it's uh, so it's interesting and you know some people you know some people clearly are, are, are actually they're phoning for a reason but really what they want is a is a is a is a, is a bit of a chat um other people are you know they're they're um, wondering why their their refund hasn't come in yet and um we have to sort of do that but there's a, a the sort of volume of activity still going on and as i say people even through all of this people are still booking um uh, futures days and events and and um and so that's all going on but I think the most thing is it's planning for the reopening, and I think it's 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 we you know already we're thinking right, how how what does reopening look like? What team do we need in place? How do we bring people back on board? What needs to happen? You know, I suppose one of our frustrations at the moment is there's a million jobs we'd love to be doing while the hotels are empty and closed, and and to a certain extent, you know, our maintenance teams are are are, are doing some of that, but but we've only got literally we've got a couple of guys in each of the hotels, so. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a limit to what they can do, and, and obviously we're trying not to spend any any money either. So so uh, that's a little bit frustrating, but um, but um, you know they 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 are doing a good job. But but as I say, what that reopening looks like is 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 the 
really this this week's task um, yeah. and to, to sort of try and imagine what that'll look like and and obviously you're, again you're modeling it on different scenarios because in in some respects it's a it's a it's not it's unlikely to be a, just a flick of a switch and everything's back to normal i'm sure there'll be some restrictions certainly on on um on social distancing or or physical distancing as as we prefer it that uh, that um that will um that that will impact initially, but um, but as I say, so that that is the main focus, and also thinking about what we can do, what what things we need to do differently when we reopen. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm again, I, I think there's, I, you know, I I think there's, I think there's, we've seen opportunities, and we we spotted, um, you know, some of it's just creative stuff, some of it's efficiencies, as I say, some of it's down to the way we work and meet and and communicate. So so i th- i think that's it's really important that we're you know i've got various lists on my desk and we're, we're making sure that we we actually those those become a reality and i think it's really important uh, that we that we use use this to our advantage to 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 come out of it and 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 and, and be be different and be better and be stronger yeah, well, it's, you sound like you're as busy as, as me. I don't think I've ever been busier, which is uh, disappointing in some ways because I want to make sure that I spend some time with my uh, my family and and, and the kids because they're going to remember this. But yeah, a lot of work going on for us at the moment trying to work out yeah, how we reopen, what that looks like, when it might be. Obviously, we we have a small hotel, but we're predominantly uh, restaurants, and, I, and I'm thinking that as, in the same way, the hospitality sector got hit really quickly and really hard in this i think we're going to be in many ways the last to come out of it from a busy bar and restaurant perspective because you know it doesn't feel like we'll just be able to go back to you know packing the bars and and on the beachfront in the summer we would normally be sort of yeah you know six deep at the bar people buying cocktails so trying to do a cash flow forecast and then going to the bank for some support uh, as you say it's a it's a dark art um and, and i'm going on to a call on exactly that very shortly. Um, you've mentioned the, the government support um, very positively, and we've had things like the sort of you know, forfeiture moratorium around rents. We've had the furlough scheme, uh, business rates. We've had loans. You're very well connected in the industry. I'm sure you're having lots of conversations. Is, is there anything else that sort of that's, that's jumped out that you think um, they could be doing to support? I don't, I don't, I don't really think there is, to be honest with you, at this at this point in time. And I think the 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 challenge will be the how long bit. And I think the that transition uh, when furlough, I, I think that yeah, the, the the interesting part or the difficult part will be when furlough furlough expires and then that transition to opening and whether there'll be a the sort of build up to opening will will begin before furlough. Uh, stopped i'm not sure and i think that's that's the bit which is really gonna sort of i guess could be the the final straw for businesses if there's a lag between furlough finishing and their business actually picking up um to a to a to a, an extent where they can actually start supporting the staff again and i think that's that's going to be the, the point of time where people you know maybe there are going to be some redundancies or some of the 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 the, the stuff that's been I, I suppose the scheme was designed to prevent happening in the first place so i think that's probably the bit that needs to be masterminded but i mean we i mean i know you interviewed kate and i mean i think kate nichols at, at uk hospitality has been amazing and 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 really i mean we we you know we get daily briefings from them uh, they've done some great um, uh, webinars and 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 um, I think we've our industry unusually has benefited probably you know as well as it should if not more than than the most because of Kate's work and 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 I think they were very quick to react 
and and were very proactive and I, and I, and I do think um, I, 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 we're very grateful for what they've done and then and then I, and I also I, mean, I, 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 um, I saw you you um, you're also into Mark Lewis as well and and you know hospitality action is a, a charity very close to our hearts we support it you know we've done various you know activity and cycles and all sorts of things to to, to help um, generate funds for them. Um, and we also we, we subscribe to their their EAP their employee um, 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 uh, scheme, um, uh, which um, so 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 I think they're there um, in the um, that you know they're they they're they're there in the background as well. Should you know they you know our, our team can phone you know they they have a helpline and and um, you know they they do provide support if it's really, really needed. But I think mostly they provide a sort of helpline for anyone and they can help talk them through. So we've got, you know, we've, they're, they're there as well. So I think, I think there's, you know, I, th- I think there is, there is a lot of support there for us and for our people. Um, and, um, you know, I guess long, long may that continue. Mm. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that point of coming out, I, I think there's an inevitability that we're not going to come out again, you know, probably even more so in the restaurant area but then you'll be the same for sort of conferences and your restaurants obviously open to the public and yeah although the hotels may bounce back quicker i think that's going to be a challenge and therefore we're not going to need you know the, the teams that we'd furloughed we were coming into the summer so we'd recruited we were sort of you know maxed out team wise training wise ready for the summer uh, and if we open into a into a different world yeah we're not going to be able to afford to employ all of those people instantaneously yeah. so yeah i don't think you can sort of switch the furlough switch off instantaneously if the objective is to try and retain all those people mitch tonks and i had a big chat about that on the podcast as well because you know he's had people that he's worked for him for so many years that he's trained and he, he really wants to to keep and not to lose them and knows the business can get back but it, it's not going to be instantaneous it's going to be take some time so if there can be some support to do that that's got to be a help to get the economy back on its legs quicker i guess um, well, I'm sort of conscious of, of, of time, Andrew. So thank you for um, for joining me on this. You know, it's, it's fascinating to hear uh, what's going on behind the scenes and, and how you're coping. And uh, great to hear that you're still uh, optimistic and positive. Are you still getting out and doing your runs and keeping your sort of personal sanity whilst uh, all this chaos is going on around you? Yeah, actually, probably, probably even more than more than usual. Actually, I and mean, again, one of the benefits of 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 what's happening is I'm not. Norm ordinarily, I'm, I'm, I sort of travel all over the country, and 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 that does often get in the way of of uh, of exercise. And so, um, so I, I I have more of a routine, and so I'm running, I'm running every morning at, at the moment, um, and and definitely feeling better for that. And, and as we've discussed before, that is uh, that 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 is my my sanity. Um, and um, so yeah, so I, I, absolutely, and and you know the good thing about. Uh, Going at uh, six o'clock in the morning when I do, there's there's, there's almost no one else out at that time, um, so um, I can do it um, do so without feeling uh, to, without feeling guilty. Um, yeah, no, uh, straight into the forest or into the coast or. Yeah, just around around the around the coast. So as I said, I live in Lymington, so I go around the seawall and um, I take my dog with me there. So we're we're, we're in, in, enjoying that, and um, as I say, feeling. Uh, Feeling, uh, feeling, feeling the benefits of that, and um, and uh, you know, it, it uh, again, long may that, uh, long may that continue. But, uh, but, uh, but you know, we definitely do want to get back to normal as soon as possible. I think it will be, uh, you know, it, it hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, not, uh, not too long. Let's hope not. I tell you what, I will look forward to being able to pop out to Chewton Glen and join you for a beer on the terrace in the sunshine at some point over the summer, I hope, Andrew. But for now, uh, thanks for joining me and um, yeah, good luck in, in your plans and preparations to reopen. Thank you. Good to talk again.
Okay, I very much hope you enjoyed that conversation with Andrew. I think Andrew is a very sort of calm and rational human being. Uh, and interesting just to hear about the implications on a larger business with the big hotels rather than just the restaurant groups and hopefully as Andrew says they can come out the other side of this a little bit earlier they've got plenty of space uh, maybe they can open in some way keeping some physical distancing going but uh, at the very least serving uh, customers of the hotel in the restaurants and it'll be interesting to see whether your standard sort of high street restaurants come out of this later potentially than some of these uh, larger hotels with a little bit more space so I guess we'll just watch this space uh, as always, if you can support the podcast via uh, the humansofhospitality.co.uk website, if you go there, you can sign up to our weekly newsletter uh, and also click on the Patreon link if there's any way you can become uh, a supporter and help keep us on the air. That would be hugely appreciated. Okay, thanks so much uh, and we'll catch up again soon.